Moral injury is a recent development in the field of psychology. It is accompanied by shame and social isolation. Listen on to understand what moral injury and how it is caused. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you. To know more about Anna's practice, you can log on to www. Dot .annachandy.com that's www.annachandy.com hi and welcome to mind your mornings i am anna chandy your host for this podcast Over the last 27 years I have worked with more than 500 people both individuals and families and through this podcast I want to bring to you what I have learned about life and its nuances through the experiences of people I have interacted with years ago a war veteran went to see a psychologist he was unable to participate as a citizen in the civil community he preferred isolating himself even from his family he faced hatred for himself regularly the psychologist diagnosed him with PTSD or post traumatic stress disorder PTSD is common among people who have experienced a horrifying event in the past and war is gruesome but the war veteran rejected his diagnosis with one statement he said i do not have ptsd i have a conscience He went on to explain his role in the army. He had to engage with the local community, children, adults, families and get to know them better. He then had to provide the information on these people to the army. And in the end, all the people he had got to know, the children, the families were killed. After his service in the army he came back to live in society he struggled to connect with his own family with his neighbors he couldn't trust himself and he wouldn't let others trust him he believed he was a threat to his family based on his past he struggled with who he was now Was he the person who had let down families and got them killed? 
Was he any different now? Could he be any different now? This emotional turmoil that he was going through is what we call moral injury. The term was coined by a psychiatrist, Jonathan Shea, based on his observations of war veterans who had difficulty in adjusting to their lives when they returned from conflict. He defines the concept of moral injury as the social or psychological results of a betrayal of what's right by an authority in a high-stakes situation. Often the betrayal is of closely held values and often the betrayal is by oneself. Moral injury results from this dissonance between one's own belief of what is right and the action they took. It includes conducting the act or the failure to prevent the act from happening at the hands of others. The effects are seen in people with a moral injury are feelings of anger, guilt, shame, social isolation. It has a lasting impact on the perception of self and others. And it almost always impacts the ability to trust. These people engage in defensive behaviors and isolate themselves from society. Some turn to alcohol and other substances and some become chronic workaholics to distract themselves. Secondary symptoms which include depression, anxiety and self-harm. Another example from the world of combat is when a soldier is confronted, he shoots, killing a soldier of the enemy. This is an act of survival. In that moment, he has two choices, kill or be killed. On killing, he finds a letter in the soldier's pocket. The letter is from his wife, looking forward to his return. The soldier is awash with two opposing feelings, one of triumph and the other of sorrow. In that moment, he might question his sense of duty itself. He has violated his belief in family and togetherness. When the action of war is over, he may be left permanently damaged and bitter towards himself. Our moral beliefs are the way we see the world and ourselves. It gives us the courage to face ourselves in the mirror every day and acknowledge the good in ourselves. But when we end up doing bad things for possibly good reasons, our beliefs and identities are no longer in sync. We all hold some core values which are non-negotiable for us. This could be justice, fairness, loyalty, etc. When we knowingly or unknowingly betray our own core values, 
Our conscience is wounded. The act is taken out of context and becomes personal. It no longer seems justified and engulfs us in shame. The research on moral injury began only recently and is still developing. It is closely related to war veterans but does not exclude others as we are finding out now. Doctors, human rights workers, first responders and therapists are regularly confronted with moral dilemmas. Let's try and understand the likely moral injury of health workers, especially through the current pandemic. In the early days of the breakout, hospitals and health care camps were flooded with patients. Patients with mild symptoms that needed oxygen, severely ill people who needed to be admitted. The shortage of both manpower and ventilators in the beginning meant the nurses could not attend to everyone who was sick. They had to choose the ones likely to survive. Imagine having to take this decision in a split second. Triage, again a concept of war is upon them. A health workers, they are not used to choosing who to save because they have taken a vow to do everything they can to save. The impact of hours, days and weeks in this scenario will be felt when this is over. For most frontliners, it is not seeing death but the decisions they had to make that will linger. Psychologists expect a deep moral injury will impact several healthcare workers. Maybe in lesser extreme, but the impact is likely to be felt by individuals sitting at home too. In the current pandemic, most of us are bystanders. Watching the virus impact the less privileged. They have limited access to health care and are economically insecure. There is a pull between our own survival and helping others in this scenario. And most people choose survival. There is a high possibility that these individuals will experience moral shame in the future. The decisions were made in a certain context when our own survival was at stake. But the question later may be, who was I then? Moral injury can show up even in romantic relationships. A person who has once cheated on their partner might carry the shame forever. This prevents them from repairing the relationship and moving forward. The important thing is to note moral injury is accompanied by shame and not guilt. Guilt is less to do with self-punishment and more likely to move us towards taking action. Shame is deeper, less forgiving and likely to lead to stagnation. So, is there a similarity between PTSD and moral injury?
Initially, they were thought to be related. Both led to emotional heaviness, depression and anxiety. But the similarity ends there. Is it possible for the two to coexist or exist independently in an individual? PTSD leads to chronic fear due to an experience. But model injury impacts the conscience and leads to a lack of trust. Because model injury has more to do with the idea of a collective living in a society and sharing some moral codes. Humans are social beings and are connected through our moral values. When we believe we have violated moral value, we retreat into isolation, ashamed of ourselves. We self-distance because we believe we now do not fit in with our tribe. So, is there a cure for moral injury? Can it be treated? While studies are still going on, there is a particular form of therapy that has shown positive results. Acceptance therapy, or ACT, helps people embrace their shame. Because shame means that one has transgressed from the tribe. It helps people belong in society again. Shame is an indicator of being human. We must be willing to face the shame and not reason with it because shame holds our survival stories. It is important to look at shame from the contextual narrative and the situation we acted in was protection of ourselves. While shame holds us together as a social group, our survival narrative is the one that gives us agency to live life. Next podcast, I will be talking about inner conflict. Now, if you want to write in to us, please write to Anna at AnnaChandy.com and I will address some of your issues. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Mornings with me, Anna Chandy. I'll see you in a fortnight with another discovery into the mind and meanings we make. You can subscribe to us on Apple or on Spotify. This is Mind Your Mornings with Anna Chandy, a fortnightly podcast that takes you on the journey to a brave new you.